As I think most of you know, last week I was away in Medjugorje on pilgrimage with some of our parishioners. And it was a wonderful experience. I first went to Medjugorje 20 years ago as um, a young man. No, more than 20 years ago. Um, Goodness, I'm just that old. Um, But 30 years ago. Um, And the thing that first convinced me... uh, So there are six... 40 years ago, six young children uh, claimed to see visions of the Blessed Virgin. Um, So I've been there now five times on pilgrimage. And the very first time, the thing that convinced me of the genuineness of these alleged visions was the very palpable sense of grace working, pouring down from heaven on all the people there. Being able to see people changing their lives, inner experiences of conversion. Not just devout people going there, but kind of the sceptical and the unbelievers going there, and yet having a profound conversion, a turning of hearts while they were there. And it seems to me that God's, God can choose where he's going to pour out his graces, and yet he's chosen to pour out many graces on that place. And why would he do that on a place that was a forgery? So to me it seems clear that it's, it's genuine, these alleged visions. So you may know that just this summer, Pope Francis formally approved Medjugorje as a place for official public church pilgrimages, as a shrine. And the church hasn't yet passed a verdict on the authenticity of the visions themselves, I imagine that won't happen until the visions um, stop happening. But you can't really pass, make an assessment of something until it's finished. Um, so any words I'm going to say now are conditional on the future judgment of whatever the church might say. But for myself, from what I've seen, I'm, I'm convinced. Now, my sermon tonight, I'd like to refer to how it is that Our Lady, in those visions, or alleged visions, how she refers to unbelievers. Because she talks a lot about unbelievers and our need to be apostles to them. And there's a phrase that she consistently uses to describe unbelievers. And she describes them in this way. Those who have not experienced the love of God. Those who have not experienced the love of God. She speaks also about her own love for us and how great that is. She says, if you only knew how much I loved you, you'd cry for joy. And to experience this love is transforming. To experience this love is all-embracing, all-encompassing, all-satisfying. One of the visionaries, Miriana, describes how when she's in this state, nothing else matters to her. She has a family that she loves, but she says it's, it's almost as if they didn't exist when she's with Our Lady. So all-satisfying is this experience of her love. And if we experienced God's love, Fully. We likewise would be all satisfied, all enthralled and enwrapped. 
The Bible tells us God is love. And to experience God is to experience being loved. Now there's a particular relevance to this today, Trinity Sunday. Because the Trinity isn't some irrelevant doctrine. Rather, it teaches us what God is about and what therefore we're about made in his image. That God is love. From all eternity he is love. From all eternity he is one but three persons loving each other forever. Pouring out themselves in love to each other. The Father pouring himself out in love to the Son. The Son pouring himself out in love to the Father. That love being the bond between them that is the Holy Spirit. And that this is the unique teaching of the Christian religion. That God, God isn't some vague thing. He isn't some entity, some energy. Rather he is personal. He is loving. And it's the Trinity that gives expression to this. And you and I, made in his image, we are made to love and made to experience being loved. And so when Our Lady refers to unbelievers, she describes them as those who have not experienced the love of God. We might note that our second reading for today, chosen for Trinity Sunday, refers to this love of God that has been poured into our hearts by our experience of the triune God. Now let me briefly try and note how it is that we experience that love of God. How? I think there are a number of things that kind of can lead us towards that experience. So experiencing human love can help us um, have a grasp of what the love of God is. That can be why sometimes people who've had a bad experience of human love can struggle to understand just how much God loves us. Another way can be when we look out at the, the world and at the cosmos and we see the care and the providence and the ordering of God. And we see that this is a good world and can therefore have a grasp that it's a loving God that made it. And then another way again is to read the Bible. When in the Bible we read the definitive record of the mighty works God has done, the loving works that God has done. And often with that reading of the Bible comes that experience of realising that I have a sinner. I am a sinner. I have sinned. And therefore I experience just how much God must love me to have forgiven me, how much God must love me, me a sinner, to have died for me. But all of these ways and more, I think in a sense, 
they're a kind of preparation for what ultimately is a grace, a supernatural gift, and some level of a mystical experience to realize that I am loved by God, to experience in my heart the love of God, to be touched by him in such a way that I know that. And for some of us, that experience comes in precise moments that we can have occasions when we can say, that day in that place, I had that experience. Whereas for others of us, it can be a kind of cumulative and gradual awareness. But I think for all of us, and as much as we have experienced it, we've experienced something of God himself. Because to experience the love of God, God who is love, is therefore to experience God. So to come back to where I began, to be a believer, a believer in Christ, a believer in the triune God, is to experience the love of God. And so in as much as our faith is weak, in as much as we have not experienced the love of God, let's pray this day that we might have evermore what's referred to in that second reading, the, the love of God poured out into our hearts.